everybody, it's Joe Parafarm of the Ladies Working Dog Group. Are you feeling stuck with your gun dog training? Trust me, you're not alone and that's exactly why you need to be here. Every week, we're bringing you the best tips and hacks to make training your gun dog easy peasy. We'll keep it straightforward, no fuss, just actionable guidance that you can put straight to use. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to another episode of Found It, Fetched It. Today I'm bringing you something very different. I'm bringing you the recording of the webinar we did on Wednesday night in the Frazzle to Focused Trainer Group. It was an absolutely fantastic night. Over a thousand people joined us to talk about how you can improve your clarity, confidence and connection with your dogs in your dog training using our new book, The Thoughtful Dog Trainer. Now, the book fantastically, amazingly has gone bestseller across a load of titles and we are absolutely thrilled well i'm absolutely thrilled in less than 24 hours we are literally topping charts across the board and i can only thank you guys for your absolute support to what we are doing for this result um so here is the recording of the webinar it will be far clearer than my muttering right now after a very very long 24 hours but we hope you enjoy if you want to watch the actual video recording itself we have uploaded it to our channel on youtube so you can go and watch the video as well see the slides see everything we listen to but there is loads and loads of incredible content in here that's going to get you set for the weekend ahead have a fantastic time and i shall see you all next week okay so firstly welcome to everybody i'm really really excited and a little nervous to do this tonight the reality of this is i've never normally done these types of lives on my own basically normally there's a group of us for those of you who know the ladies working dog group and how we work there's myself a load of group experts guest experts we chat we talk we laugh just like anybody just imagine a couple of ladies meeting up in the pub and we go through loads and loads of very serious topics but in a very loving and friendly way okay so for me to be here in front of thousands of you on my own is a little bit nerve-wracking but i am looking forward to bringing to you the information that we're going to bring to you because it is unique and it is stuff that hasn't been covered before. So I'll start a little bit about me so that you understand where the information you're getting tonight is coming from. So as I said, I'm Jo Parrott. I have had a very odd life, should we say, very normal life growing up on small holding, had a fabulous time, all the things that kids want to do and should do, I got to do. I was very, very blessed. Uh, 13 years ago, 14 years, 13 years ago, I got diagnosed with a brain tumour. So it was 2010, I was diagnosed unexpectedly with a brain tumour. Four days later, I hadn't been released out of hospital. I was taken in for a massive oper operation, six hours, to have the tumour removed. I was let out on Christmas Eve with uh, half my hair missing, as you can see from the lovely picture. Um, and my life had been turned upside down, literally. Um, I was self-employed at the time. I lost my business like overnight. I was, I was a fitness instructor. I couldn't teach anymore. Um, and everything that I thought was one way suddenly become another. Three young children at the time. They're, they're, I've still got the three children, but they're a little bit older now. Um, and everything was chaos. Um, and for that year, it was really hard. And I've been told that, like, it's out now. There's very little chance of it coming back. Unfortunately, I can't win the lottery, but I can get a second tumor to arrive. So in 2011, I was told it's back and it's just going to grow slowly. We're just going to keep an eye on it. So it was hard enough trying to get over something that wasn't there after the operation. But now I have to deal with what a lot of people probably deal with the first time they're given bad news. Okay, I had to live with this inside my head. And I'm really confident I'm a grown person. Uh, 
I became something very, very different. I was very good at putting on a personality when I went outside the door and being like, hi, I'm Joe. And then when I got back inside the door, I would just sort of breathe and be, well, I felt safe. I felt safer in my house than I did out. And it became that I spent more time in my house than out. And my dad was very worried. My family was very worried. I don't, I'd grown up on a farm. So it was used, to, I was used to being outside doing things and suddenly not going outside didn't seem healthy to anyone. So my dad was really into working and trialing with Springers. My dad had ended up with Springers because he'd had a hunting accident on horseback and had to give up his horses. So he's like, if I can't ride, I'll hunt with my dogs. So that's how he got into it and he was like, come out with me, come out with the dogs. I was like, I don't think it's going to be something for me, Dad. I'm more happier being in the house. Um, anyway, he dragged me out. So my first interaction in a, a gun dog way with a dog was, uh, here's my trialing bitch, Grace. Go with that man. You're in the beating line um, and go work today. And that literally was it. He was in picking up. I didn't see him. The only time I knew where he was was as I would get closer to the, to the front end of the shoot. Grace would leave me because she could hear dad's whistle and bog off. Then I would have to find dad, find Grace and me and dad, and Grace would then have to get back on the beater's wagon and go somewhere else. She made me look incredible. She knew her job perfectly. It looked like I knew what I was doing. I had no clue. But the one thing I fell in love with was it was me and the dog and I was very present in that moment. I didn't have time to think about what was going on inside my head. I just enjoyed myself. I walked all day and I, I was besotted from that very, very moment, okay? Um, so if any of you understand or know that feeling, like put some likes, put some loves, whatever you want to write in the comment, in the chat, that feeling when it's just you and the dog. And Grace knew her job so well, I could just relax in the day and just watch her work. I was mesmerized, absolutely mesmerized. So uh, he'd gone out, he, he sort of succeeded, big tick for dad. I was back out, I was back and I was obsessed. Uh, I did what everyone does, and I went to go myself a puppy, thinking, yes. So now there was two idiots working together, that me not having a clue what I was meant to be doing, puppy not meant to be having a clue what I was, do I was doing. Um, my consultants changed, and what had gone from, we're just going to watch this, we're just going to watch this, became, you're coming in in three weeks' time for another six-hour operation. I had this young pup. I was like, oh, my God. Dad said, you've got to make some sensible choices here. The pup is too young to be left alone for months and months on its own. Sold the pup to a gamekeeper who he's done absolutely fabulous with him. I had another massive operation and I'd gone, had to go through this again. But during this time I'd had this pup, I had wanted to know the questions for a lot of things that you guys definitely have questions about. Where do I have clothes to do this? How do I teach a pup to do this? How do I get a pup to, to know what it is I want to do? How do we work together? All those types of questions. I'm sure you've all had them, yeah? Um, and I started this little Facebook group. Um, and the idea was I would talk to other women in there. Bear in mind at the time, I had no confidence. Every time I stepped into the big Facebook groups that were about gun dog training, I would watch people ask a question, get smashed apart for just asking the question. I wasn't safe enough or didn't feel confident enough to go play in that playground. So I made my own playground. And I managed somehow, incredibly gratefully, to find the most amazing women to come be in that playground with me. And we were all lovely and we still are lovely or eight years later we have no issues in our group with people being nasty or keyboard warriors we work together for the for the group uh you know for the best for the group all the time anyways so i'd had the second operation and um 
I needed to start again. I needed to get back out because I've lost my confidence again. I've been through another operation. I need to get back out walking again, doing things again. Um, and my dad said, right, how are we going to do this? And dad had a lovely bitch in, in his kennels, my dad's kennel, called Jess. And she was probably going through some similar stuff to me. If a dog psychologist looked at her, obviously the same. She was a little bit anxious, living in a big kennel, surrounded by a lot of people. She came in my house, she lived with me and my family, and I absolutely thrived. And because I suppose I was blessed again, she was part-trained, I had time to learn some stuff. I, I My mistakes weren't as big as the mistakes that we make when we have a pup. Yeah, you all understand what I'm saying with that? So as the group grew and my confidence grew with Jess and the ladies working dog group was, was forming, starting to become this really strong Facebook group, um, I was like, well, what can I bring to these women? What else can they have that will help them? Um, so we started masterclasses and I found all the group experts and guest experts and we all got together and we really started putting stuff out there that would really, really help. Because in my head, I was constantly, and I still am, going through the journey the novice handler's going through. Like, what do I do for this? What do I do for that? And yes, I'm further along my journey, but I'm still going through the journey. I don't think it's a journey we ever stop. But I was very lucky that around me was the ladies you see on the screen now wonderful wonderful women who all got together and said like come on let's just work this out together there's no such thing as a stupid question let's put that in this group let's work through this and it was so refreshing so refreshing to have that support all the way through but as all this was going on i was constantly being made aware of how quickly people can come in and be dropped out of the sport and it frustrated me because I was really lucky, wasn't I? I had my dad calling for me, cheerleading for me. I had these ladies around me working with me every day. And I thought, how do I get this? We all learn from it. So the idea of tonight's masterclass is to bring some of that to a bigger group. Now, no, our ladies working dog group is a ladies working dog group. Um, so we don't accept men into it. And it's not because we have anything against men. In fact, we love men dearly. But the reality of it is we need to keep a safe, controlled happy environment for everybody in that group. So what I wanted to do with this masterclass is to say, right, okay, let's, let's make it for everyone. Let's talk to people everywhere and help them through some things that I can see are the reasons people drop out, okay? Now we have amazing group experts who are incredibly good dog trainers, incredibly good, and they can help with loads and loads of stuff. But what I wanna to talk tonight a little bit more about is what's going on inside you that you need to get control of in order for them to be able to do the work they do with you. So by the end of this 30 minutes, which is going to go incredibly fast, again, please tell me if I'm speaking too quickly, is you're going to need, at the end of it, you're going to have a clear training strategy. And I know you think, well, how can you do that in 20 minutes? But promise, I promise you we can. We can have a clear idea going forward of how we're going to do this. I'm hoping that you will leave this with your confidence massively boosted, okay? Because I'm hoping the things that I touch upon are going to be things where you go, oh, why have I not been thinking about that? Why have I not been thinking about that? And I want you to have focus because I think when you've got focus on and you've got blinkers on and you're working towards your goal, it's very easy to get there compared to where you've got this sort of comparison. I step as I call it, you're looking around, look at what they are doing with their dog. Oh, look at my dog's worse than this dog. Look at this person on Facebook with their perfect retrieves, 200 meters, all this. When am I going to get to that when I can't even get a set? The idea of this is that we get our blinkers on and work the dog in front of us. So um, let's talk about gun dog training. How does gun dog training make you feel? I want you to pop it into your into your Facebook group, into your into the comments, wherever. 
how did it make you feel? Are you some of these things? Like, I know for me, I was really confused. There was like so much stuff to learn. I, I was incredibly anxious, a lot from what I was going on through anyway. But obviously, again, like, you know, you're taking a lead of a dog. What if it runs off? What if it doesn't come back? All these sort of things. My dad always told me, who minds working as one? And the one, he used to tell me when we were on horses, two minds working on one, the one on top is the idiot. He sort of slightly changed it when we got dogs. There was two minds working on one, the one on the end of the end of the lead is the idiot. And he was always right, okay? We bring a lot of the issues to our dog training without an absolute doubt. Um, we try to be observant. Like, what is it that we're doing wrong? We want to do this well. I think so many people, if you were on this call tonight, you want to do this well. You're giving up your time and your night to do this. So I have no doubt you really want to do the best you can. Um, sometimes things get in the way of get, letting you get where you are. Uh, we're hopeful. We hope we get it right. We're, we're worried. We're determined. We're panicked. And I think for a lot of us, we go through so many of these emotions in seconds. Like literally, I can walk into a, a training session feeling like really like excited and confident. And then something happens. And I'm like, oh, it's, it's thrown me off course. So it's a... That's how we feel. And if any of these words come up to you, like just again, pop them in the chat on Facebook, on Zoom, let us know how you're feeling as well. It's all the things we have to learn, isn't it? It's like, I, I need to remember this. It's all got to go into my memory. I've got to know how to do directions. I know, need to know how to do skills. I need to know how to do exercises. What should I do when I'm out with my dog? How do I teach recall? How do I start get a stop at, you know, at a hundred yards? How does all that stuff happen? Um, how can I get my dog to get to live game if I can't get any? Or if he has got live game and it's running off, ripping apart, what do I do? Um, how do I introduce cold game? You know, this all this stuff. And I think a little bit of it is when we write at the beginning, we are absolutely without doubt overwhelmed we are so overwhelmed if you're overwhelmed pop it in the in the um comments i can see around like overwhelmed 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 that's exactly how we're all feeling we are like wow my brain is full i want to do the best but i cannot find space up here to to let my the best version of me come forward with this and work with this dog in front of me so some of you will know this okay it's taught in our group and it's taught in many other groups. It is not new to me. I'm not claiming it as my own. In fact, I was introduced to it by group expert uh, Emma Stevens, and it's the idea of the three Ds. And it's like, when you're working with dogs, if you change the distance, it can affect the duration or the distraction. If you change the duration, how long you've got the dog in the set, um, that can change the others. Everything is affecting everything else, okay? And a lot of us get the idea of this, absolutely get the idea of this. We know that we can work with one thing at a time. So if something's not working, we can shorten the distance. If the dog's nearer to us, does that improve the situation? Um, if we remove distractions, how does that improve the situations? And I love this, and our group loves this, and I'm sure if you've been introduced to this, you love this, because it makes it really clear in your head, if I change one, it's affecting the other, I can make the situation better or worse by my changing of these three things, yeah? So we're not going to talk loads about that because there's loads of training out there on that. Our group is full of training on that. So we're not going through that tonight. But I do want to talk to you about this. So this is the three C's of a great dog trainer. So we are so used to focusing on our dog. And while we're focusing on our dog, I don't think we give as much uh, focus as we should on ourselves. And I want to talk to you about these three different things. It's our connection with our dog, our confidence in ourselves and our dog, 
and consistency of our training, okay? So if you've got a pen and paper, write these three things down. It's like connection, confidence, consistency. We can all remember these three things. And the training I give to you tonight, I wanted it to be that you can remember this. Like tomorrow morning when you're out with the dog, remember my promises at the beginning, I want you to be able to go, right, three C's, I can do this. And I want you to think about these little things in relation to each one. You will not succeed without consistency with your dog. Now, that doesn't mean you have to be out there for two hours a day in all weathers training your dog to death. Absolutely not. What it means is you have to be consistent with everything. How you behave in the house is how you behave out of the house. How you uh, talk to the dog in the house is how you talk to the dog out of the house. If you go out for five minutes a day, then you do it consistently. Like, okay, you, you can miss your day, but you've got a consistent pattern. The dog knows what's coming. You know what's coming because you're pretty consistent in your behavior. One of the things I see over all the years I've been working with women, you're either all in or you're out, okay? It's very hard to find this sort of middle ground where you're just consistently doing the same thing repetitively. And if you talk to the top trainers, the top trialers, they will tell you there is no magic to this. It's consistency of your behavior, consistency out there every day, doing the basics a little bit all the time, doing things in the house around what, you're at, what else you're doing. Like if you ask a dog to sit and stay in the house and you let him break all the time to go wandering around when somebody moves and then you go outside and you're expecting him to stay, well, why should he? Because he didn't do it in the house, okay? So it's that sort of consistency around what we do. It's consistency around commands. Like, hands up, like, just say me, there is no judgment in this group. How many of you get out there and you're like, come back, dog? That's 15 million things you're verbaging at the dog, like, to get it to do something. That the dog's probably thinking, sorry, what? Because we know they don't understand English. They just understand what a sound, a word means. When we throw in 15 of them a minute, they don't, okay? So, and I put my hand up, I do it all the time, especially if you think back to what we were talking about. If you're panicked and overwhelmed, you start doing things that you know is not the right way to get the response you want, but it's very, very easy to do. So we need to be really clear and consistent in our commands. What commands do we want to teach and why are we teaching them? Sometimes you might be teaching your dog stuff and so you need to ask yourself a question, does my dog actually even need to know this? Am I actually going to do something that involves this? Because you can't have gun dog training. There's all these commands. You should, I think, just pick a box up after everyone. Well, do you? Is your dog ever going to pick up? Or is it just going to beat? Are you ever going to do directional work? Or are you going to be doing something else? And I don't know the answer for that, but you know the answer for that. What do you need to teach your dog? What are your commands? And how easy are they? So, for example, you might think, right, I've got to teach a leave. Strong leave is important. We all agree on that doesn't need to be the word leave, is the automatic thing that you say, no. So does the dog need to know leave or no? Which comes out of your mouth more naturally, okay? You don't have to be carbon cutouts of everybody else in the dog training world. You can use any words you want. What comes easiest to you for you to understand and work the dog in front of you? You need to be consistent with your rewards, okay? Again, one of the things we see people wanting to do really well, they're like madly rewarding their dog. With 52 different types of reward today, and tomorrow they're not feeling it so much, they're a little bit different with their rewards. They haven't got a structure on what is a high value reward and what is a, you did okay in that, well done reward. What are the rewards that your dog likes? Like, does your dog like chicken? Does your dog want the rewards you're giving them? Have a little think about it. Watch your dog's behavior. 
doesn't want what you're giving it. Are the rewards enough to make him do the job? So people think, okay, well, I don't work my dogs on an estate. Maybe you don't. Maybe you never will. A large percentage, I'd say, nearly half of our group will never take their dog on an estate. They will never work their dog in a formal way. But they have a working dog breed who wants to do stuff. He wants to go out and get a dummy. He wants to go out and get a ball, and that's great. But he still wants to be paid for the job, same as we do. We all love to be paid for the job. If you talk to LWDG group expert, Claire Dania, she will talk to you at length about this, and she is absolutely right, okay? What is your reward structure? What are you paying your dog to do? What's your behavior like? Not just the dog's behavior, but what's your behavior like? Are you being clear and concise and consistent in your in body language? Are you different? Are you changing all the time, depending on what mood you're in? Have a little think about that and like be honest with yourself. Are you all over the place? Now, I was all over the place at the beginning, and sometimes if I'm really panicked now, because I still get moments where I'm still all over the place, and I have to stop myself and take a few breaths and think, Joe, what do I show the dog? What are my three C's? What do they need to see, see from me right now for me to get the best response out of them? So that's all about our consistency. Connection. People have uh, a new pack. They're brand new and they expect in the world. And they've spent no time with that pup. They've developed no bond with that pup. They've developed no, uh, nothing that would make that pup want to work for them. And that yet they're expecting the world, okay? It's impossible. If you think of the amount of time it took you to fall in love with somebody, um, I know they say love at first sight. Yes, it might be love at first sight, but it takes you a long time to build a relationship with somebody, to be able to understand what's going on in each other's head. So it took you X amount of time to fall in love or X amount of time to actually like your boss or X amount of time to be able to do something with another person, for somebody to become your friend. Why are we expecting that time to be any shorter with a pup? Why are we expecting a dog to fall instantly in love with us and do everything we say? They can't, can they? So think about it. How much time are you investing in building your relationship with your dog? Understanding what is your dog trying to tell you? Now, after many years of, of living with Ella, she's five now, five years. If we're out in the field and I've got her in a, I've got her in a sit and I'm working with Rex, I can look at Ella now. And before she breaks, because I know at some time she gets too excited and she'll break, I can see it coming. And that's not because I'm an amazing trainer, because I know her relationship, I understand I'm, her body language, I understand it, I can see it in it, I can see her getting more wound, I can see her leaning forward, I know it's coming. So I would call that out of it straight away so that I, I controlled her coming. I controlled the break. I saw, saw what's coming and I dealt with it. Have you got a dog that you can see on the end of the lead is all wound up and then you think, oh, well, I'll, I'll just let them off to have a run and then you're really shocked when they don't come back. Are you reading what the dog is telling you? And again, no judgment. I promise you, there's no judgment here. We all do this because we're all learning, right? I say in the group to our members all the time, you don't know what you don't know. So how can you get it right if you don't know how to do it right in the first place? Yeah? You don't know what you don't know. This comes with time. Definitely within our group, we accelerate the learning process because you've got lots of people talking the same sort of uh, conversation and experts leading the way with absolute consistency. But for you guys going forward, think about it. What is my understanding of the dog's behavior? 
what does it tell me? Have you actually walked along and thought, what does this behavior say? And if I'm talking about it now, you're probably thinking about it, like literally ticking boxes in your head going, yeah, I see that. I see my dog about to do that. I can see the danger points before they even happen in most situations. And we need to understand our emotions. And that's not just us. We have all those emotions we've been talking about, but it's also the emotions of the dog. Again, we have a dog in front of us. We've thought about the time it's taken to build a relationship. They have to connect with us. We have to connect with them. But they've got lots going on in their head too. They are dogs. They're absolutely amazing. They want to have fun and enjoy themselves, live in the present moment. They're not in the past and they're not in the future. So whatever you're doing with them, you have to be doing with them, keeping them in a good emotion. They want to, they've got to want to do it for you, okay? You cannot live a rule through fear. I think that the reality of it being, yes, you can enforce a dog to behave a certain way with fear, if that you should so wish. Not that you would, but if you should so wish. But it's never actually a relationship, is it? It's never a connection. It's never you working together. It's somebody doing something because they're frightened not to do something. For us, it's about building in a relationship where we understand and think about their emotions too okay so hopefully connection is making more sense you know and just put some stuff in the note in the notes as well if you've got what i mean about connecting with your dog you definitely will not succeed without confidence in this game now you're probably all sitting there thinking joe i don't have any confidence what where am i going to get this confidence from the reality is you do have confidence. You're just not applying it to your dog training. You have confidence from many, many years of life. You are strong. You are capable. You are a fully functioning adult, I would believe, if, I, if you're on this call tonight. You can do this. You have faced other things in your life, and you have got through them. In um, 2019, dad passed away he died of cancer won't get emotional try not to um it really knocked me and really knocked me to a point where he left me with 15 off 15 odd gun dogs a lot of kennels and so many decisions that i needed to make okay the person who brought me into it who'd given me the strength who was training me who spent his time with me who i'd go out every day to work in the dogs with was no longer there and i had a huge setback and I could have gone out at that point. I could have said, this isn't for me. I'm not working gun dog ever again. Never going there. That was mine and my dad's thing. But I had to fight through. I had to face the setback and get through and find a way forward. Again, luckily, LWTG, I don't think they would have let me walk away. I was very, very blessed. But you have got through things in your past that should tell you, think about them now. Things you've been through that are really massive, life-changing things that you built strength from, you can borrow that strength and bring it to your dog training. Because when you are feeling like it is going to fall apart, that you cannot do this, and we've all said it, hands up, I can't do this, I can't do this. I see it all the time in the group. I can't do this, I'm, I can't go here. It's like, yes, you can. Stop for a second, take a deep, a deep breath in and think, actually, I've been through bigger, harder things than this. I just need to find a way forward. How do I get forward? Not... How do I give up? How do I go, go forward? You need to build trust in yourself, okay? That you can do this. You are not meant to have all the answers right at the start. My God, I'm seven years into the journey and I don't have all the answers. And as I talk and, and speak to more people, especially when I'm doing, I do um, an article every uh, volume for the Gundog Journal on some of these most difficult moments. As I interview them, as I as they answer the questions, I literally think, 
we all have those setbacks. We all have those dogs that they just they just confuse and bewilder us. It doesn't matter where you are in your journey, right to the start, been doing it for 25 years, you will always have those points, those problems. You think, this is a difficult one. How am I getting through this? So you need to trust yourself to find the answer, not to be perfect, not to know it all now, but to find the answer to go forward. How can I go forward? And you've got to expect the unexpected. Like literally, I borrowed this and I use it all the time. LWDG Group Expert Samantha Tony Cross. Hey, let's order to me. Expect the unexpected. She says it to the group all the time. And it's one of those sayings that if you take it to mind and, and like literally think about it and go out and train your dog tomorrow, and then it throws you that curveball, you're actually prepared, aren't you? Because you're like, ah, I expected the unexpected, and that just happened. So we can all thank Sam for that one, but it literally is such an important part of what we do you've got to know your two minds working as one that one doesn't always want to do what you want to do so expect it to go differently okay i'm sure there's relationships again in family where i think well you've done something and your family didn't see that come in they're like but well, where did that come from this is the same situation it's just it's you and your dog so expect the unexpected I'm trying to keep it a time a, a, an eye on the time so let me ask you a question because I'm running over a little bit. Please put in the comments, like, are you inspired by what we've covered? Do you feel more confident that you can do this? Because I know you can do this. Or are you still feeling a little bit overwhelmed? You know, and it's fine to say you're overwhelmed. Well, how are you feeling right now as we get to this point in, in the webinar? Progress, not perfection, absolutely. Definitely feeling inspired, being your true authentic self. Yes, without doubt. Be yourself. Like you cannot be the trainer you are watching on Instagram or on Facebook because they are them and you are you. You are going to have to find your own way of being you with the dog in front of you. And the dog in front of you, the next dog, is not going to be the same dog and you're going to have to go through all this again. So even as you learn loads and loads and loads, you think, I'm getting this, I can do this. You are going to find that the next time we plop a pup in front of you, it's going to go back to the beginning. You're just going to have to learn to progress through it. So you feel there, positive to move forward, awesome, inspired, clearer minded now, feel more confident, awesome. So I'm, if I'm going to ask you all, is it okay if I should spend a couple of minutes going through something that I think will literally help you implement the three C's? And I really do want your permission to do this now. Are you happy for me to go over something and just go through it very, very quickly to explain some of the stuff that we've talked about today? Yeah, absolutely. Fabulous. Brilliant. Lots of thumbs up and likes. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, okay, so today I launch this. Now, this is the first and probably the only book I will ever write. After years of watching women struggle and struggling myself, I wanted something that everyone could look at and think, this is going to get me through today, right now. It's going to be the trainer in my pocket that is going to not let me finish, not let me fail, not let me step away from the game, okay? So we launched this today. I'm very, very proud of it. It took me so much work that I didn't expect. The group, the membership have been absolutely already orders. Thank you, Karen. And it is everything. It is the Bible that will, I promise you, because it was beta read by many, many people. Um, it is the Bible that will stop you walking away, okay? That's a big thing to say, but I fully and wholeheartedly believe it. The three C's I have just trained you is in that book. 
if you joined me, was somebody with me last week um, for the five lives I did on the Facebook page? If you were on any of them, just put something in the in the comments. That was all stuff from this book. Okay, everything I have trained you over the last two weeks is from the book. Now, this book, the my reason why was to make sure people don't fall out of love with this sport. We are a small sport. We don't have loads and loads of people in it, um, and we are. A passionate sport and we have the best dogs the best whether it's your border collie you know working on a farm or your or your your schnauzer doing agility we have the most intelligent loving hard-working dogs out there and i don't want somebody to be standing with that dog who's super energetic super active super determined super intelligent and think i can't do this I don't want those dogs to be put into rescues. And it is happening all the time. Speak to any rescue center, loads and loads of working breeds, between lots of males, between one and two people thinking they can't cope. And they can. And we can help them if we can help them get the attitude right to move forward with it, right? I don't want any of you to ever give up on this. Even if you never ever step in foot on a shoot, I still want you to love more than anything training your working dog because there is nothing like it. There is nothing more exciting. The book went out. I sent the book out to be beta read because I thought I'm not putting anything out there with my name in it unless people come back and say, actually, this is genuinely going to help. It's what the LWDG is about. It's what it's always been about. So I sent it out to people who I genuinely cared about their opinion, but also I believed would give me the absolute truth on it. Uh, it went out to Will Hetherington, the former editor of the Gundog Journal. His review was absolutely beautiful. I can't thank him enough. Um, I've worked with him for nearly two years now on the most difficult moment articles. It was something that we worked on, like it, the idea came from this idea of making sure that the magazines are not always just full of the good stuff. Like look at all these people doing super well. It's like, look at these people who struggled as well. And they're the same people. There is a crossover. The people who are doing amazing, they also struggled too. They are there with you. They are in the picture, uh, in the, in the um, trenches. They know what you feel now because they have been through it. You just don't see so much of it on social media, okay? Um, I spoke to some of our group experts. I was like, what do, you, what do you think about it? Will this help you to help your customers, to help the group? They came back with all their feedback. And again, massively supportive of it. Um, I sent it out to people who are names people know on Instagram and said, well, what do you think about this? What do you think? Louise is a, a life coach. She knows about this stuff. She came back to me. She was like, yeah, get this out there. I sent it to Emma Liddell, who's a, a qualified psychologist. She wrote the foreword for it, which I'm incredibly grateful and thankful for. Again, the feedback was always get this out there to people, okay? Claire Danielle, loads of you know and love her. Again, get this out there to everybody. And I really value these people's opinion because I would never want to put anything out there with the ladies working dog group name on it or my name on it that didn't help you guys to improve your dog training. So uh, send it to Sue, Lid Sue Little. Sue Little, I'm going to think Sue Lister. Apologies, Sue. Uh, again, what is your feedback? What do you think? Would this have helped you? I know Sue's journey. Sue's been one of our members. And one of right from the very very beginning would this make the journey different and these are the sort of the feedbacks that we came back and i really do appreciate that but i really wanted to make sure it got to you all like literally this is not a, a money-making exercise in fact it's probably quite the opposite i've had to work with a lot of people who helped me get the skills needed to do this i worked with the publishing house authors and co 
and they helped us get to this point today, okay? So what I've done until tomorrow, there is a link going up into the group somewhere, into the into the comments. You'll probably have to go out, out a couple of times so you guys can see it. Until tomorrow, this book is 99p on Kindle. I wanted to make sure everyone could get it. Literally, that was my biggest thing. I wanted you to, to for, for price not to be a barrier, regardless of where you are with your dog, what's going on in your life, I want you to be able to learn from this book, okay? It's also on paperback or reduced rate. These prices will go up tomorrow, okay? But for now, I want you to go grab your copy of it and use it to learn as much as you can. Because I feel, I know, for the women we lost along the way, had they had this book, I don't think we would have lost them. And again, that's a big thing for me to say, but I don't think we would have. I think if they could have just opened a book that was in their bag or on their bookshelf and gone, I'm not the only person struggling here. We will get through this. We will understand this. We will go through things. This is a copy of the book here. It's 200 odd pages. Literally, it will cover everything you need. This is not a dog training book, okay? Don't come to me and think, Joe's going to teach me how to, to train my dog to sit. I don't need to. There's loads of dog training out there on how to sit. But it is going to train you about things like over-criticism, like literally beating yourself up about your dog training when you shouldn't be. It's going to teach you about removing your limiting beliefs, but taking away that, that voice in your head that says, you cannot do this. You can do this. Um, it's going to talk about the things that owners say to themselves. Like literally, there's a section in it about like things like you over and over. All the things people say are reasons why they're not going to make this journey with a dog, and they all can be overcome. I promise you. Things like uh, when your life changes. Well, like when dad dad passed, it was a big, massive change. It was an easy point to step off. There's some funny stories in there. There's some loving stories in there. There's some teary stories in there. But hopefully, as you read it, you will become more and more inspired to continue this journey and hopefully inspire others not to give up too. That's what I want more than anything. I want this to go out there. I want men and women to read it and go, right, actually, I can do this. And as you get better and those newbies come in under you and they're like, I can't do this with my dog. I want you to reach down, put your hand down and go, yes, you can. You can do this, like literally. And this is why you can do it. Think about this. Think about this. There's also a huge part of this section of this book that I haven't gone through in here. I don't have time for this um, for in this webinar to go through it, which is a framework I created completely myself, okay? It's absolutely brilliant. I am going, anyone who purchases uh, the book, you can go back to the, the page you purchased it from, go to the bottom of the page, and there's a section you can fill out with a receipt number, your name and your email, and then I will invite you personally to a training like this, where I will go through the framework with you. It's self-explanatory within the book, but I want to go through it. I want to answer your questions and answers about it. And I want to make sure that you absolutely use it, like the three Cs, to really make an absolute difference. Um, uh, oh, Sam, my, my dad died and this made me switch off. Sam, I totally understand it. I genuinely like could have walked away. I could have just walked away. The dogs could have become pets, and I never looked at... Uh, a dummy again I understand okay it's, it's the hardest thing especially when it's something that like really like changes who you are every time I've had an operation it's changed who I am like I I literally wake up a different person which sounds so weird but it but it is the person who's talking to you guys today is not the person you would have met right back at the beginning and and, and in massive ways okay uh, you can get the book, Sharon. The link's going in all the time. Uh, you can get it from the Ladies Working Dog Group. If you go to our business page on Facebook, the Ladies Working Dog Group, there's a link there waiting for everybody. And we'll just keep on popping it in here as well. Um, 
but yeah, put the receipt number in so that you can come on that training with me and we can do that together. Uh, also, um, oh yeah, I just, I've literally gone away, uh, slide ahead of myself. So make sure you put it in because I want to make sure we can bring you back and go more time. Um, I've gone over, if you want me to do some questions and answers about the book, I'm absolutely happy to. Um, I can't go through Gundog training questions here because like I've said to you all with you, I have amazing experts. You probably have amazing experts around you who are absolutely skilled in dog training. I am not a dog trainer. I am a, a people trainer, <laughs> which is probably what dog trainers are in some ways, because they teach you to train with a dog. We have this conversation all the time. But yeah, is there any questions you've got about there or any comments, anything that I can help you with at this point? I know we've gone a little bit over and I do appreciate you all staying with me. It is an incredibly huge amount of you have come out. Um, uh, Charlotte is watching like Facebook. I'm trying to watch uh, things. Is there any questions? Um, you may not be a dog trainer, but you sure are a motivational speaker. Thank you, Vicky. I, this, um, again, I'm trying not to get emotional. Oh my God, I didn't want this to get emotional tonight. Um, my dad is in a lot in this book. And for me, like I can't, I can't bring him back. I, I can't, nobody can. But I can help him to help you guys. And that means quite a lot to me. He, you'll all know his name. His name's Rachel, and he's in the book. And a lot of the stuff that I will teach him here is stuff that he taught me growing up from like animals. He literally made me think all the time about them first, which is an incredible way to live to live life. But um, yeah, there's some funny stuff in there to make you giggle. Um, he was sometimes not the most politically correct man, but he's an absolute legend of a man. So it's in there. Uh, is it possible to train properly when other family members are not consistent? Yes, it is, but it's more difficult. Um, and because you've got so many different attitudes and a lot of opinions and behaviours affecting the dog. So again, think about relationships. Think about the relationships within your family without the dog. You all respond differently to different people. It is, um, without doubt, doable, but it does need you to think a little bit more about how you're going to do that. I do believe, like a lot of you might have seen our podcast. We have a free public podcast that goes out to everyone, okay? It's called Found It, Fetched It. Anyone can listen. You do not need to be a member. You do not need to be part of it, um, of the Ladies Working Dog Group, but it's out there for everyone. And we cover stuff like this in there. So definitely, like literally, go to your podcast platform and you can put it in. If you go to our website, www.thelwdg, com uh sports and you've got free free content it's under free content it's in there you can find loads and loads of stuff that we do and links to the podcast so if you don't have a, po a podcast player on your mobile you can listen in from the website itself um yeah different currencies it is there literally when you go onto the uh, link it'll take you so you can buy it like uh USA, Canada, Australia, pretty much across Europe. Uh, I know we're coming into South Africa in January, apparently. The publishing people told me about that. So it will be worldwide. But we, we, I have, I've tried to make sure I'm in as many places as I can. Um, we have a question of Sally. Yeah. And she said, I have four labs, each are different. Would you suggest any basics? I can do with them inside as well as outside. Uh, two seconds, it's just gone up a bit. Um, to keep them steady. Two are only five months old and they're litter mates. Uh, that's a huge question. And I know with my group experts, they're like, oh, let me answer it, let me answer it. They love it. But yeah, you, there is definitely some basics. There's some basic commands. For uh, people who are who are members of our group, you've got this in your courses. If you are not a member, we do a standalone course. It's called the Hot Mess Handler. It was put together for our group experts. We put together for men and women who are not part of our membership. Um, it's only £47. Again, we kept it as low price as we possibly could 
to make sure that we can train you all the foundations. So you do have that available. I'll see if I can get a link and pop it in here. Um, the, uh, it says, on, uh, sorry, let me, uh, the, the comments distracted me there. Uh, yeah, so have a look at that, the basics there. Be, your foundations are the things that maybe sometimes we don't start with. Like a lot of people, we're all, we, again, put my hands up, you get a young pup and you're like doing loads of recalls and you're doing loads of stuff and you're throwing balls up there and you're doing as much as you can and the dog's as far away from you as possible because you're going running left, right and centre. When really a lot of what you need to be doing is making being near you the most exciting thing to the dog. All the fun stuff needs to be happening at your feet. Um, I think that's uh, LWDG group expert Gemma Martins, um, like saying. So, Gem, thank you for that. Again, guys, the, the stuff I know about dog training, I will literally tell you the four experts in our group have taught me it all. They teach all our members over and over. They put together with the help of other amazing experts that foundations course. And that foundations course, again, gone over to thousands of participants. We have a 14-day money-back guarantee on that course. And I think we're over 1,600 members now. No one has anybody ever asked for it. It's absolutely brilliant. It covers everything. It's homework. It's everything. It's like literally everything you need to train your dog is in that course, okay? So go find it. If you type into Google, hot mess handler, you will find that course immediately. And you can sign up instantly and get started straight away. So I hope that helps. Um, can I just uh, interrupt you again? We've got one that's saying, how do we post you the receipt number and our details for the bonus, bonus offer? Can you go through that just one more time? Because we've had that a few times. Absolutely. So the link that's in to buy the book at the top, when you go there, it says buy USA, buy UK, whatever. Click on it, go buy the book. Go back to that initial link. Um, it's literally the thoughtful dog trainer. Um, scroll now down. down. You've, you've bought the book now. Scroll right to the bottom and there's a form. It says name, email, receipt number, which Amazon sent you, and the day you purchased, which will be today. And pop it in and then you'll be put into our little, like, like a list, basically. That list on the 15th of December will get the link for us to do that training with them, okay? It's going to be absolutely brilliant. I'm sure the group experts will get involved a little bit more in that as well, because it's going to be something more. Uh, I'd like you all to see the group experts. They're amazing. They're fantastic. They're brilliant, brilliant women. They're inspiring. And our guest experts are too. So yeah, that's exactly how to do it. But if you have any issues, if you are in the uh, Frazzle to Focus group, just type in there. We'll pop the links in there as well. So all the stuff we've talked about so that you can see them and like take part and enjoy and get to, to all the stuff we found. And you can always ask us questions there. I'm an absolutely genuine person. Our admins, our moderators, our entire team are amazing people. You can have a conversation with any single one of us at any single time. Um, and we will help you to the best of our ability every time. Um, Julie says I've disappeared. Have I disappeared? No, you're still there. We've had a couple of other questions yeah. um, more related to, to, to dog training. So maybe the expert would, so would be better to deal with these. But we've got one that says, can I, um, oh, let me just go back up. Uh, how do you encourage a dog to have downtime? Our Vimarana really struggles with this. Okay, definitely hot mess handler. Two of the modules for that are self-control and steadiness. Now, again, I think, we are so used to have really, really energetic dogs and doing loads of stuff that's got them going left, right and centre. The right at the beginning, we don't put enough uh, focus on that calmness, that switch off, okay? That's covered in the group. Uh, in the course, it's absolutely brilliant. They are the most important things. If somebody said to me, what are the two things I need to teach my dog? It'd be self-control um, and sit, probably. 
literally sift and self-control. Actually, I change that back. Hmm. So the experts would probably say, no, Joanne, I disagree. I teach them self-control and recall. I think they're the two things where most people have the most stress. Will the dog come back to me when I need it to? Um, and will the dog switch off when I need it to? If I'm in a coffee shop and I'm having a cup of tea, can I just get my dog just to lay down and just be calm by the side of me? And especially if the dog lives in a family, like it's really hard if you haven't got dog to switch off when the chaos going on around it. Um, again, we do loads of this. We talk about this in the podcast. It's in the Hot Matanda course. It's absolutely brilliant. Do like genuinely, if it's one Christmas present, well, two Christmas presents, the book and 99p and the hot masandla. With those two things, it's absolutely brilliant. Um I um, might do go on, sorry, John. I was gonna say another question. My dog buries her dinner every night in her blanket. How can I stop this? Okay, that's a behavioural issue, and I'm not even going to try to answer that because if I do, my group experts will be crossing me. It's not my area of, of expertise, so I'm not going to answer that here. But what I will do, if people are signed, you're signing up and you're putting your receipt numbers in anyway, I'll definitely do the bonus training around the framework with us in the group. I'll speak nicely to the experts, and maybe what we'll do is a, like a massive Q&A. So we'll do something like this again. Everyone's welcome. If I can, like, like, wrangle them they're online so they're making back so yeah they'll do it they're absolutely brilliant women and um, we'll do like a big massive q a for absolutely everybody uh i said some dogs beyond recall chase drives so strong it's never 100 percent uh, nothing's ever 100 percent. we are never 100 percent. like if you think we're clean and not teeth i would say 99.9 percent .9 of the time i clean my teeth but there have been mornings when i've missed it so their behavior is no different to ours. It's, it's how they feel at that time and what's going on around them. So I do believe you can have incredibly strong recall where the dog knows coming back to you is far more exciting than anything else is doing. And it's pretty steady. But I would never say to anybody, my dog's 100% recall, because again, you don't know what's going on in their heads. You literally don't. You can't expect it. So, um, and prey drive is very strong, but that's what we what that's what we would buy in. If you're buying a working dog, his prey drive is there for a reason. It's been harnessed for us. I cover this in a bit, bit in the book. We are buying dogs that worked with us to do a job. And that job it normally involves its instinct being refined to be incredibly better at that job. So when we've got like our spaniels and our labs and our our, our bird dogs, they were taught to do one thing flash game, find the, find the game, you know, um, retrieve the game, bring that game back to us. If you look at dogs like a sheepdog, it was taught to nick, to, to yak, to, to be at something's heels, to keep moving on. To, we, again, I think this is in our podcast, and Claire Denia talks about it, the dog was taught to stay, to stay the sheep out, like literally, like have a confrontation. So when they then do that with other dogs, that tends to um, in, end up in fights. Like, when you look at your dog's breed characteristics and really look into them, a lot of what it does that might be annoying you is actually something the generations taught it to do. So you don't need to try to like remove that. You can't remove that part of it, but you can harness it and get it to work with you. You can teach your dog, well, don't do that, but do do this instead. And I think that's really, really important. So it's about harnessing their behaviours and get them to work with you. And again, I hope the group experts are like, yes, Joanne, that's very, very right. Because again, they taught me everything I know. I'm not going to tell you any different. Uh, will the book be available to buy a Kindle version in New Zealand through Kelly? I think it should be there. If it's not, send me a, um, an email. It's joanne at ladiesworkingdoggroup.com. I will speak to the publishing house and get them to put it on straight away, okay? 
they think they put it on everywhere. So if it's not there, let me know and we will definitely sort it. Um, flat coats who cannot focus. Um, I've never had a flat coat and know there's members in our group who do. And again, they, they, they are definitely harder breeds to train, but people do train them successfully. So it's about working the dog in front of you to find out what motivates it to do the best job for you. Does that make sense? Um, for people, I can see a lot of questions about member membership. There is a link. I'm going to put a group um, uh, a link to our membership in the group for ladies. We are closing the doors very, very shortly to new members. Okay, I will put a link up. We do have an offer on once this book came out, so I'm going to put that link to you, uh, link up for you. Wait for that link. I will literally put it up straight after this, so you can go and join. There's an extra bonus in there because you listened to us on this or will listen to me on this. Um, Thank you, Joe. This is wonderful. So to go, thank you very, very much. So uh, I think I've gone through everything. Definitely keep in touch, regardless of whether you're a member, uh, part of our membership or not. We really, really do want to hear from you. We have got our Facebook page. We're on Instagram. Please join in with us. You know, look and see what we're about and see if there's ways we can help you. Um, make sure you listen to the podcast. Get the book. Like, get involved with us. We've given you as many ways as we can to do that. And I want to just quickly go back to this page here. And just make sure I have done what I said I would. So hopefully you've all got a clear training strategy. You're going to think about those things that I've talked about, those three C's, and you are going to have that training strategy going forward this, this year in 2024 of working on yourself as much as you're working on your dog. Because then two things need to be put correct, right? Um, hopefully I've massively boosted your confidence. I really, really mean that. And remember what I said about setbacks? You're going to be really, really like, coming off this and you'll be really pumped like i've just recharged your battery like a mobile phone okay but mobile phone batteries go down don't they so in a few days you might have to grab a podcast grab the book something refill your own batteries because it's going to take a load of determination and power and strength from you guys to get through this and hopefully i've given you an improved focus that won't dwindle okay focus on working on you and working on your dog together Give yourself time to get this right. And I am not talking days or months. We are talking years. You can all do this without a doubt. Uh, hopefully I will get to see some of you in the membership. Hopefully you all absolutely love the book. Um, if you have time to give it a review on Amazon, please do so. My hope is that we get this information out to as many people as we can and we help as many people as we can because that's incredibly important. Um, I think I've answered most things. Uh, Thank you so much for giving me faith in myself and giving me permission to allow the dog to express itself and not to be embarrassed. It, yeah, it's going to take time working together. And you can say to people, we're still in training. My dog's not where he wants it, me to be. You know, there are people, there are times when you think, oh my God, my, look what my dog just did. Look at it. Look what it just did. But just remember, those people have been on the same journey as well. And for the, the ones who are commenting on GRM, maybe they had really good luck, to, you know, really good luck with the dog they've got in front of them. It's not because they're an amazing trainer. They just might not have had the same situations you've had. And remember, everybody's on a different chapter of the book. Not this book, life's book. So the reality would be in, they might be on chapter 20 and you are on chapter two. So how can you expect to be in the same place? You are not. Give yourself time, give the dog time. So I am now finally going to close this. Thank you all for saying me. I didn't mean to take an hour. I'm very, very sorry. Um, and we'll put some links in that Facebook uh, group. Uh, hopefully we can help you all there and we shall speak to you all very soon. I've now got to work out how I leave this. Um, stop sharing, sharing my video.
you know, you see my lack of technology. Um, I hope you all enjoyed. I hope you've had a fantastic time. Um, I shall end the call. For the members, this is going to go into your courses. So you can come back to this to refill your book, uh, refill your battery at any time too. Speak to you all soon. Have a lovely evening and um, good night. Good night to all. That's it for today's episode. A massive thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to head over to the LWDG and sign up for our membership. Get access to expert-led training, a wonderfully supportive community, and the resources you need to become a confident and skilled gun dog trainer. Let's take this journey together because no woman should have to train her gun dog alone. We'll see you all next week. Thank you.